So what I'm going to share with you tonight, I'll be dealing with the prophetic economy. Somebody say prophetic economy. Okay, so there is what we call the prophetic economy. Wow. I know for those of you who did economics, commerce, um, the word economy is very important. But I want you to see something here. To the people who study economy or economics, they will study different economic models. Okay? And they'll be referring this economic model uh, uh, whatever model they may be using to study. So you'll find that every institution, including Coca-Cola, they have their own model. How they use, how they plan management. Okay, you go to uh, uh, um, Adidas. They have got their, their own model. How they use things in their business, their business structure, how they have done it and how they've made it. However, all these models in these respective organizations and companies also depend on their country's economic models. So one may wonder why we have more companies in China than we have companies in another country, and why we have more companies in the States than we have other companies in this country. And why we have many manufacturing companies in China than in this country. So you find out that basically there are policies. And I want you to see this. You're watching there. I want you to hear something because something is about to happen to you financially that has never been done before. Now hear this message. So what makes China to, to be a producing hub? Then in the economy, you will study what is called the consuming um, economy and the producing economy. Oh, are, you, are you here, somebody? Yes. So you hear about the consuming and producing. So we have other countries where all they do is just to consume. They don't produce. And we have other economies which produce. And that affects what is called foreign trade. So we have other companies which all they do is to import. And other countries, they export. I'm about to show you a very important thing because you see, the most devastating thing is the church currently is outdated. The church is not updated. Most people in church, they just they're in church, and oh, hallelujah, praise God, let's speak in tongues. But you must understand that you need new information. You need to know what is going on. What is happening out there. Now, this is Genesis. So, if this country has a financial crisis, and the neighboring country doesn't have the same crisis, the biggest problem could be either their policies. Are you here, right? Their policies. Their policies. Policies could defer, and these policies could affect the economy of the country. Now, I want you to say this. So if, if, if policies could affect the country, I want you to say something here. If the country is affected, who is in that country? So in that country, there is you, and there is me. Hello? So you come from another country, he comes from another country, that one also comes from another country, and we come from different countries. In other words, 
the one who controls the economy is the leadership of your country. In simple words. So their policies could affect the citizens to do well or not. Now, this is the part I want you to share with you. Because I'm not going to share about them. I will share to you about the prophetic economy. Now, so in the economic models, so we have different models how economy is managed. Okay? And these models affect either the investments or investors or can affect or perhaps the, uh, the sovereign debt of the country can also affect, of course, the, uh, uh, the uh, what, what do we call the, uh, the foreign debts. Can also affect, so the country can be in serious debt because of how the leadership behaved. So the leadership may be like, okay, we want to uh, borrow more money. And it could have consequences. Or the leadership could say, we'll print more money. Oh, are you here? So those things could have more consequences. Whatever could be. However, the biggest story here is the one responsible for your economy in your country is your leadership. Now, so we have people who are born, hard workers, working hard, trying this and trying that, doing this and doing that. But sometimes they wonder why their, their things can't just move. Apart from demonic sabotage and all this spiritual stuff that may be going on in your life, sometimes it is also where you are. So the biggest thing that we have to agree here is that you're in a country that is governed by its own leadership. Now, I want to take you from there. That all great men in the Bible who did so much and God blessed them, they were not using the systems of those leaderships. So having faith, it is now to believe beyond those systems. We thank God for the systems which are there. We thank God for the leaderships that are there in different countries. But faith and miracles, they happen beyond. Say so with me, I will not going to use the worldly systems. Now, to start with, to start with, this is where now you find somebody who is just a normal teacher. Becoming a millionaire. In normal circumstances, it is not possible. Because the system has already been put by the different leaderships that if you are a teacher, this is how far you can go. If you are a doctor, this is how far you can go. If you are a nurse, this is how far you can go. There are already systems put. Mm. So how would I do it? So what we are trying to do in this message, it is to break through.
the first place, people don't know the meaning of the word breakthrough. So when you ask a person, what do you want? I need a financial breakthrough. To break through, it means there is a barrier. So this barrier could be a system which your country has put, which the world has put. You could be just a student and you want to become a millionaire. You must break through that system that a student can't be a millionaire. You want to break through the system. Somebody says system. Now, I want to say this to you. So, in the prophetic ministry, you find that we are different in our approach of the gospel because we don't just come to say, repent and receive Jesus. After telling you, repent and receive Jesus, after you have done so, we also teach you how to live. Because we have been called to be the light of the world. How would we be the light of the world in poverty? How would we be the salt of the world in luck? How are we going to be that? So this is important. So we go back into the Bible. We begin to see all great men of God who were there. They defiled the systems which were there. Because they didn't use the economic models of their nations or their countries. They used the prophetic economic model. The moment you know this model today, if I, if I teach you and you know it, you are gone. It doesn't even matter <laughs> whether you're a teacher. It doesn't really matter because you want to be using the, this economic model which you're using now. Because the, the current economic model which you're using now says that with this little amount of money, this is how far you can go. With this bank balance, this is how far you can't go. That's the current economic model which you're operating from. True or false? But there is another economic model which goes far beyond. So you will look at some of the people who will be like, I need breakthrough and they can't just get it. It is not because they can't get it. But because they are operating from the systems. These normal systems. But you must know what did God call us for. What did he say? Did he say we must use these systems? No. Now let's go to the book of Romans. Chapter 12. From verse 1. What did he say? Okay, these are the scriptures we always know and we, we already know. It says what? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy. Did you see that? I want you to see this statement. God wants us to be a sacrifice that is holy. First of all, holy. So we are the holy nation. God is calling us into holiness. I, I thank God for that. Now, it's okay. Holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. No problem. There's two. Then it says what? And do not be conformed to this world. Now, if you go to NIV, it says, but do not conform to the pattern. The word pattern is the word system. It says, but do not be conformed to the system of this world. Now, so there are systems. This could be systems of sin. Or financial systems. 
management systems. They are prophetic management models, which you must learn from the Bible. They are prophetic management models. Hear me. We can actually look at how was, how was Solomon managing his things. How was this one managing his things? You see. Now, look at that. Just look at that. So the Bible says, do not be conformed today to the what? To the pattern of this world. It is but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to thirst. You will be able to thirst and approve what God's will is. Now, let me take you this. Now, if God has called us that if the most holy thing he is looking for us to do which is the reasonable service, it is for us not to use the worldly systems. Are we together? He says, once we do that, once we don't use the worldly systems, we will be moving in the divine will of God. Are you here, somebody? He says, the moment we don't conform ourselves to how the world is moving and how they're operating, then we will change. Now that gives us a division. Telling us there is a way the world is moving and there is a way his people move. When money fell in Egypt, what happened? Joseph had enough money. In the same Egypt... So when the Bible says when money fell in Egypt, what happened? There was a financial recession in Egypt. There was no money. And who was the solution? It was Joseph. Because Joseph's money was not fading. Because he was not using the Egyptian system. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? He was not using the what? He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't using the Egyptian system. Maybe let's read it. In Genesis 47, verse 15, what does the Bible say? When the money of the people of Egypt and Canaan was gone, all Egypt came to Joseph and said, give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? Our money is all gone. Wait a minute. So where would Joseph take the money from? This is how God wants the church to be. When the money fails in your whole family, people must come to you. All your cousins, brothers, everybody in your whole institution, everywhere else you go. People say, why should I die when you are alive? Somebody say, I receive this in the name of Jesus. This is what God is calling you for. So look at this economic model. Look, what, what model was Joseph using? If we read down scriptures from that, from that verse, we're going to find out that, in fact, the king fellow was relying on Joseph. He had put up an economic model for the country. He helped the whole Egypt and the whole Canaan by the economic model which he created. He was 
he was able to keep some money, which in a uh, uh, financial term, it is called savings. He told the king to save enough. Uh, am I might talk to somebody here. Here, I'm trying to talk to somebody here now. So the king, the king had a vision, had a dream. And in the vision, the interpretation was that he must have some savings. Am I talking to somebody here? He must have some savings at this time and at this, in this period of years. So what is prophetic economy or prophetic economic model? In the prophetic economic model, you are aware that I will need to save for the next two years. For the next two months, I must do this. And that is what Joseph was doing. He was able to advise the king to send the next years there will be hunger. So keep this at this time. At this time, you're going to need it. And the moment you master that, when you'll be able to sit down and know that, oh, this week, I'm going to meet this crisis. I'm not going to touch this money. I'll keep this money here. And here I'm going to use this money. And here I'm going to invest into this one. And this one I'm going to remove my money from here. At this period I'm going to do here. Here, This is the prophetic economy and prophetic economic model which many countries are lacking. In countries which are doing well and prospering are those countries which are getting it right. Uh, I'm talking to somebody. Oh, am I speaking to somebody right here? Am I speaking to somebody right here? So when, when we bring in prophetic economic models, which, unfortunately, Canaan didn't make use of Joseph. Joseph was in Canaan. They didn't put him in that authority. But Egypt, they put Joseph in the authority. A country of God's people didn't utilize Joseph. And a country where they don't worship God, they utilized Joseph. What happened? The country of God's people suffered and they were going to beg money in a country of the people who are not gods. And this is what is happening right now. The church is suffering and is going for solutions to the people who are not gods. Because we are not using the economic model of God. I'm talking to somebody right here. So the ability of knowing exactly where to invest, when to invest, what to do, it is what is the biggest problem in church today. If I may ask a question now, they'll be like, I have money, but I don't know where to invest. This is a common problem. Ask anyone, they'll tell you this. Look, I have money, but I don't know uh, what business to do now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But you must know. You must know. And this is why you are in a prophetic church. God isn't crazy. He didn't bring in a prophetic ministry just for fun. Like, oh, I want to receive a miracle. No, you're not here for that. You must not grow spiritually. You, you are no longer a baby in the spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I understand what I'm saying. So God didn't bring you here for, for, for fun. Like, oh, I'm just here in the ministry. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hey, receive it. I receive it. No. He wants you to grow spiritually. He wants you to grow prophetically. You must be able to sleep in your bed like this and begin to download ideas. 
I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do. You wake up in the morning, you begin to do those type of things and you begin to prosper, you begin to prosper. The Bible says, listen, believe your prophets and you shall prosper. Because in the prophetic, there is an economic model that can prosper you. Somebody say yes. In this book, there is everything written about you. How to live. A life of fulfillment. God has called us for. If you're hearing me, raise up your hands. I'm hearing you, prophet. When we do the economic models, there are so many in the world, but we are not using those models. In fact, the most accurate economic models are the prophetic economic models. And I want you to start tapping into this. Well, you shouldn't be thinking like, so what would I do? I have $1,000 and I don't know what to do with it. I think it's too small for me to start something. That's the problem. With the $1,000, if you can take it right, if you can pick it right, if you can pick it, trust you me, there is something you can pick it right. If you can use prophetic that's a lot of money. Having an ability of knowing what to do at what time and when and where, it is why the church is missing out. We are very busy trying to copy the worldly systems and they are not working. And you are wondering, I've been trying everything and nothing is moving. You are trying wrong things. It is like the Jews, God's people, the children of Israel. It is like them also trying to use the worldly system. They became broke. And they went to Egypt to meet someone who was using a prophetic model for assistance. And guess who he was? Their own brother. He was in their house, but they couldn't see it. He even told them that I, I am not just a, a human being. I am a dreamer. For one time I saw this happening and they took, they took that as a threat. They were offended. But they didn't know the guy, he was using the prophetic model. Can you imagine at the age of 12, the boy already had tapped into the grace of wearing his father's best gown. Can you imagine? And they were shocked. The Bible says that his father his fa took his best gown, his best gown, and gave him. They took the boy, selling him. Not even selling him. In fact, they sent him to the state house in the palace in Egypt. This guy had, oh my God, I'm going to turn to somebody right here. This guy had something which they didn't have. They put him into, into the cell. Not knowing actually they just sent him to sharpen his prophetic. When he went in there, he began to prophesy to people. And he began to interpret their dreams. And he walked out a prime minister of Egypt. What was it? Tell the neighbor next to you. If you have a neighbor next to you, tell that neighbor next to you to say, I am about to tap into the prophetic economy. Now, let us just look at some economic words and terms. So in the economy, any economy, any performing economy, there are words which are used in that economy. 
Now, let's just pick some economic words and terms. Let's go to the book of Exodus. In Exodus 22, verse 4, if an animal is stolen, an ox, it says what? Whether ox or donkey or any animal, the one who had stolen must pay back double. What is that in economy? Interest. Someone has paid with what? Okay, now I just want you to see something here. Uh, let's go to uh, same chapter, verse 7 to 8. If anyone gives a neighbor silver or goods for self-keeping. Oh, wait, wait. What is that in finance? That's banking, right? Okay, that's banking. If I take something, it says if you take silver, you go and you keep it for self-keeping. That is a banking. I just want you yes. to see some words. Now go ahead, just go ahead. For self-keeping, and they are storing from the neighbor's house. The thief is caught, must pay back double. What is that? Interest. Listen to this. We are not, we are not of this world. And this is a fact. We are to bring the light to the world when there is darkness. When man failed in Egypt, all people went to Joseph because he wasn't using... Come on, what was the difference? What was the difference? Same, same economy of Egypt, same president, same leader. But Joseph had plenty. What was wrong? And I want you to tap into the same anointing. Where even if people are struggling, only you will not struggle. Come on, can we agree on this one? Can we agree on this one? Okay, now I want you to read this verse. Exodus 22, verse 25. If you lend money to one of my people among you who is, is needed, do not treat like a business deal. Charge no interest. I want you to hear those words. If you lend, now that's lending. So the, the, the Bible acknowledges that there is a term called lending. Okay, number one. Number two, then the Bible says what? If you lend money to one of my people among you who is needy. Now, did you just hear something here? Yes. Where the debt cancellation comes from? Yes. It says when someone borrows you money, they must not think it's a business deal. It says my people. But at any time, in fact, they can wake up in the morning, have their money paid, and yet you didn't even pay. Like, who paid the money? Say, prophetic economy. Do you see that? So it says, if you, now see there, it says, if you lend money to one of my people among you who is needy, do not treat it like a business deal. Charge no interest. Now, I want you to see these words. Business deal, interest. All these words are in the Bible. Lending. All this. And you see how God is looking at his people. He says, as long as the person is my people, 
is one of my people. They must not suffer consequences. He is not saying to everybody. He says to other people, it's a business deal. And you must charge them into it. He said, my people, there must be no. Now, so can, can you imagine? So I just want you to look at this, something here that is important, right? God here is trying to show us that there is a different economic model, which most of us have not yet seen it. Now, let me take you to Jesus himself. In the Matthews, let's go to Matthews chapter 5, verse 42. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. From you. Did you hear that statement? Don't send back anyone who comes to borrow from you. But with your, with your bank account right now, you're going to send them back. Yet the Bible, God is expecting you never to send back anyone who comes to borrow from you. So according to the mind of God, you must be that rich that whosoever comes say, I need one million dollars. Eh? I refuse to suffer. Come on, say louder. Say, I refuse. Say, I have an economy of Jesus. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. What does the Bible say? In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, the Bible reads, We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. It says, look at this. We don't talk the wisdom of these people in this world. It says, these ones, they are coming to nothing. And I decree if you're watching me, wherever you're watching me from, God is releasing a, a, a special, particular wisdom, a prophetic wisdom that you're going to use in a business model that it will turn around events around you. Sometimes I receive that anointing. I receive that anointing. 